please turn your bibles with me to the book of romans chapter 16 i know that uh, pastor earns burger is teaching from the book of romans i call this is apostle paul's final warning apostle paul's final warning for those people to whom he wrote this epistle now i'll tell you why i call it is a final warning this chapter is an amazing chapter some people when it they come to the end of this chapter they say well lot of names i'm not going to read but they forget what blessings they can get it by reading this last chapter as a matter of fact apostle paul begins this chapter by commending phoebe notice how he commends her he sent her from corinth with the i believe she is the one who carried the letter to the to the romans and with the commendation he sent her ladies this is a good commendation for you to have many people who are serving the the lord the ladies they don't have this type of commendation see how he commended her he said she is a sister is a sister a servant then he says uh, he is what he is a worthy saint then it says um, he is helpful the word sucker of many help she is a is a help to many what a tremendous commendation where with apostle paul commended this woman in the ministry if apostle paul would write a letter of commendation would he write such a commendation about you why all these things are given for our admonition we should pattern our lives after such godly men and women and as you i was reading there are 30 or more names are given each one of them he gave a little bit of a description of those people in those ch- in the in that church free men slaves royalty plain folks and jews and gentiles all group of people were there in that church what held all those people together what was the mystery what hold these people together is not what can you fill the blank is not what held them it is who held them you know why i say more than a dozen times the word christ is mentioned in the first six in the first 16 verses of this in chapter 16 christ held them together the focal point is christ and christ alone and people would say well doctrine divides especially the baptist you know what some people they would like to have the baptist money to put the food on the table but the moment they hear about baptist oh there's lot of allergy and i asked some fellows who studied in the baptist bible college do you know what baptists believe i don't know sir what baptists believe then i start to explain to him what the baptists believe now what do you think about this he said every one of those things he believed now i looked at him and said you are a baptist so have a clear understanding they think baptists come from some foreign far off land it's not tr- that's not true my friend everyone who studies the bible ought to be a baptist everyone doesn't matter who people ask me when did the baptist church start the very first church was a baptist church do you want me to exp- to prove that one what the baptists believe bible is our authority right so do you believe bible is your authority do you believe the autonomy of the local church then bap priesthood of all believers individual soul soul liberty save church membership and two ordinances do you believe you are a baptist don't say that you are a pentecostal or a brethren you are all ba- if you don't believe you don't believe the bible who made all these things it's the bible my friends it is right there and it will be a shame that you go out from a baptist institution not knowing what the bible teaches in apostle paul wrote it it is a commendable thing 
seven times he mentioned about nine ladies women's women's name mentioned and seven men whom he commended and said about their labor a labor that church in rome rome was a laboring church is there any wonder why these days churches are not making any progress there is no laboring men no laboring men when apostle paul was writing he commended those people and said thank you for your labor just like he commended those people in thessalonica and said the work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in the lord jesus christ those are the only type of people who could build the ministry christ alone must be the focal point in all the things say oh no doctrine we don't want doctrine doctrine divides they don't know anything about doctrine what is doctrine simply means teaching right and apostle paul was writing to timothy and said adorn yourselves with the doctrine of christ adorn yourselves just like you put on a cloth on you adorn yourselves with the doctrine of christ if there is no doctrine no church church is built upon the doctrines of god's word now therefore don't neglect in reading this particular chapter it is a tremendous blessing now where do we find the warning apostle paul had given turn to chapter 16 verses 17 to 20 you know having given all those things he has given the unity of the church and apostle paul wanted to have the same unity continued in that church even though there were a lot of different kinds of people he wanted the unity to be continued he had given a warning i have seen in many churches some of those false teachers would uh, creep in they would destroy the church what that pastor labored all his lifetime will be destroyed by some false teachers i have seen here in this country and the other parts of the world let me read verse 17 now i beseech you brethren now mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them and apostle paul very clearly he said we are to uh, to uh, to be watchful watch for the presence of the false teachers that's the responsibility of the leader or the pastor and the rest of the church members watch for those false teachers then he also says not only you watch them the word here it says words now i beseech you brethren mark them mark them then he says which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned avoid them or oh, people may say well you are not a good christian uh, to talk that type of language to avoid well that's what the bible says then notice verse 18 for they that are such serve not our lord now the first thing i would like to bring before you the menace of a false teachers how they create divisions and dissensions in the church then notice their motivation what is their motivation why are they doing what they do that we find in verse 18 for they that are such not is this they are not they serve not our lord jesus christ friends they serve not our lord jesus christ their god is different from the god you and i we worship they serve a different god therefore friends you have spent 4 5 6 7 years in this bible college if we are going to go back and do the very same thing from where you come from something is wrong with you for they that are such serve not our lord jesus christ but their own belly 
by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple the methods by which they destroy other believers is by their fair speech honey dripping words whenever i read this particular portion of god's word i am reminded of the bahai people i had a lot of confrontation with those people in the past when i was pastoring in mysore the way they deal with you the way they talk to you we think these they will uh, they are better than the some of the so called christians one day i told one of the men by name wahid i looked at him at him and said you are in in cheap clothing but internally you are wolves that's what exactly they are some of these false teachers they will come to your church and sit piously there they don't say any word but they will just uh, try to talk to people and try to deceive them then that's the method they use fair speech then what should be our mindset we find in verse 19 verse 19 and 20 tells us what type of mindset we ought to have towards those people notice here for your obedience is come abroad unto all men what a tremendous commendation these people who were following the principles of god's word apostle paul commended them and said for your obedience is come abroad unto all men what an example this again chapter 1 verse 8 apostle paul commended them about their obedience and their faith let me read that particular verse in chapter 1 verse 8 it says for i thank my god through jesus christ for you all that your faith is spoken of throughout the whole world throughout the whole world you have a tremendous testimony spreading around not only in this community just like the people in thessalonica apostle paul wrote to the thessalonian believers and said for from you sounded out the word of the lord not only in macedonia and achaia but also in every place your faith to god word is spread abroad so that we need not to speak anything you have a tremendous testimony within yourselves and outside for your obedience is come abroad unto all men i am glad therefore on your behalf the minister of god's word ought to be so glad when he sees his people are doing well that's what apostle paul is rejoicing here but at i would have you wise unto that which is good friends a tremendous commendation for each one of us to follow be wise and to do good things and simple concerning evil be simple concerning evil not his verse 20 he said and the god of peace shall bruise satan under your feet shortly the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you amen now let's go back and look into this portion of god's word a little more deeper the menace of the false teachers in the church romans chapter 6 verse 17 the language is very clear we must watch for their for their presence and he also said withdraw from them withdraw mark who those who preach false doc- doctrines that word mark simply means to look at observe contemplate to mark mark such people they may not say anything but they sit there you know just like a bird uh, it will go to the to the to the crowd of other birds won't do anything for a while but by the time evening comes he would take one of the birds and go away that's what he does and they have almost like look alike one of those other birds don't do anything but when the darkness comes he will carry one of the other birds and go away some of these false teachers their game is the same now people may say that's unchristian that's not the way we ought to do we need to love everybody not at the expense of god's word my friend not at the expense of christ's body not at the expense of the doctrines no doctrinal compromise should be done 
all this is a clear watch a clear warning for each one of us young people you are going to be ministers of god's word don't compromise if some people come to your church teaching contrary to what you have learned run away from their presence chase them away from your congregation that person will truly destroy your church and the apostle paul goes further and said not only identify them we are to reject them he also wrote it to the ephesian believers it was very same thing and said and this will help us to understand the the again the book of romans apostle paul wants those leaders to take heed to take heed to the uh, take heed to those flocks whom god has entrusted in your hands acts chapter 20 verse 27 to 32 we don't have the time to read when he was writing to them and said take heed to your sheep they have been entrusted into your care take care of them that's the responsibility of the of the man who is in charge now the same word here they cause divisions the same word is translated in galatians chapter 5 verse 20 dissensions the very same word starts the dissension ends up in division my friend not only if this place the lord apostle paul has written about the false teachers throughout his writing apostle paul has written about warning people about the false teachers and the game they play notice in galatians chapter 1 verse 6 to 8 we are an angel from heaven come and preach some other doctrines don't believe the false teachers they would like to subvert what you have learned deceive you i remember when i was pastoring in mysore the jehovah's witness people used to come constantly at my door they thought that i'll be a good person to convert to their fold some people would say well time changed we need to have a broad mind well for them this is what i would say friends god's word has never changed the bible tells us his word is settled in heaven for ever and ever one of this was the greatest concern of apostle paul they must be together they should not be divided by false teachers even when apostle paul when he was in the prison in rome he wrote to the philippians and said how some in rome were preaching christ selfishly motivated by envy and strife pretty soon they also drift into that type of false teaching apostle paul strongly warned us and said withdraw yourselves from those people this is very important to safeguard the doctrinal purity Apostle Paul Apostle John wrote the same very thing in 2 John verses 9 to 11 he said whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God he that abideth in the doctrine of Christ he hath both the father and the son if there come any unto you now take heed to these instructions from God's word if there come any unto you and bring not this doctrine the doctrine that you have learned from God's word now the bible says receive him not and your house don't entertain him don't bid him hey come and sit and have a cup of coffee no neither bid him god speed for he that biddeth him god speed is speed is partaker of his evil deed if you invite him to your home this is what the bible says you are partaker of his evil deed pay attention to the warning friends it's very very important warning god has given in his word why apostle paul had given to such a church such church was divorced in many places so many different group of people but he had given this teaching to them in the form of a warning and said i don't want it to be divided the second thing what was their motivation is given in verse 18 for they that are such serve not our lord don't be carried away by their false pretense they are not serving the lord 
The God whom you serve, they are not serving. They serve a different God. And they teach false doctrines. It says their motivation is their own belly. We have seen time and again how these false teachers go from one place to another place, collecting money, telling false stories. They have no doctrinal teaching. They don't know anything from God's word. They appear godly on the outside, on the inside. They are carnal, fleshly, desiring their own glory. That's what they are. The book of Philippians chapter 3 verse 18 to 19 give an apt description about those people. Let me read that to you. Philippians chapter 3 verse 18 and 19. For many walk of whom I have told you often. Now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ. Friends, those false teachers, they are enemies of the cross of Christ. Don't be afraid to name them. Just like Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul named some of the people who stood against him. He said, Alexander the coppersmith did much harm to me. Don't be afraid to name such men. That will be a warning for other people. Verse 19 tells us, whose end is destruction. Those false teachers whose end is destruction. Whose God is their belly. Whose glory is in their shame. Who set their mind on earthly things. Earthly things. That's what they do. They try to, they try to take advantage of you. Don't yield. Don't give in. Don't cave in for their teaching. The third thing Apostle Paul warned them. Notice the methods of false teachers. We find in verse 18. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ. But their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches. This is one of the characteristics of those false teachers. Apostle Paul mentioned two specific methods of the false teachers. Smooth words. Flattering speech. Smooth words and flattering speech. These are the two tools to subvert, to overthrow the biblical teaching. You know, when a lion or a tiger try to hunt an animal, always go after the weak one. The same thing is true. Who are captured by these false teachers first, firstly? Or weak women. They are an easy prey. They are gullible people. They will listen to everything. First of all, they get entrance through them to their home. Then the rest of the people. The Bible gives us a lot of warnings in this. Titus chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. Chapter 1 verse 10 and 11. For there are many unruly and vain talkers and deceivers especially. They of the circumcision whose mouth must be stopped, who subvert whole houses, teaching things which they ought not for filthy lookers. Second Timothy 3.6 For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins and led away with diverse lust. Second Corinthians 11 verse 13 to 15. This is an important passage concerning false teachers. 
for such are false apostles deceitful workers transforming themselves into the apostles of Christ and no more no marvel for satan himself is transformed into an angel of light therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness whose end shall be according to their works plain language very plain language young people someday you are going to have a good church let the church be rooted and grounded in the principles of god's word if you have such men and women in the church you don't need to worry when someone else comes and share some false doctrine don't go with the crowd but teach them i tell always these young people whom we support don't run hither and hither and here and there but teach your people take some time teach root them and ground them in god's word and apostle paul also gives an advice for us the mindset toward what should be our mindset towards such people the mindset should be obedience that's what he said in verse 19 for your obedience is come abroad what a tremendous commendation even though they tried to persuade you to join with those people he commended them and said hey your obedience is commendable keep on doing what you have been doing that's a wonderful thing then he said the mindset of holy innocence what do i get it notice verse 19 i am glad therefore on your behalf yet you would have yet i would have you wise unto that which is good friends if nothing else you learned this morning from god's word learn to be wise in doing that which is right young people boys and girls learn to do that which is right that one admonition will mold your life that will change your entire life if you have that desire in your heart to do that which is right then it says simple concerning evil be wise to do that which is good that's the admonition apostle paul had given to those people Jeremiah chapter 4 verse 22 he said concerning his people wise to do evil not is this he's talking about his own people that you are wise to do evil but having no knowledge of good what a sad statement that it is those children of israel when jeremiah was writing to them and said you are wise to do evil many of us can be put in that category of people we are wise to do evil but you now decide to do that which is right in the sight of god friends why god has given all these things in his word it to appropriate the truth in our own lives we hear but we do not want to practice what god's word has given to us we are to be wise in what is good and simple concerning evil we are not to become like the world we are not to become like the world my friends we are different brand that's why apostle john wrote in first john and said love not the world love not the world stop loving the world that's what it means love not the world neither the things that are in the world the lust of the eyes 
the lust of the flesh and the pride of life these are not of the father but of the world the world passeth away and the lust thereof he that doeth the will of god abideth forever is not a wonderful thing to ponder meditate on that particular verse knowing the fact some day you and i we are going to spend all our eternity with the king of kings and the lord of lords in first corinthians 14 verse 20 apostle paul said in malice in malice in wickedness be babes but in understanding be mature act like matured men act act like adults don't act like a baby you are matured men who have learned the truth put into practice the truth you have learned from god's word matthew chapter 10 verse 16 the lord said be wise as serpent and harmless as dove but one last thing i would like to bring from this portion the mindset that we ought to have is the hope filled truth the hope filled truth notice what is that mean i would have you to be wise that which is good and simple concerning evil and the god of peace shall bruise satan under your feet shortly that holds that should prompt us that should help us the victory of satan the victory of the false teachers are momentary my friend the god of peace will crush satan under our feet shortly the war the war against error is not an eternal battle it is temporary it is only on this earth that's why the bible says their end is destruction it's not an ongoing thing for all eternity my friend their end is destruction which very very clearly it is given in god's word the day is coming when the father of lies satan himself will be cast into the lake of fire truth will reign forever and apostle paul sternly warned those people don't worry truth is going to prevail in all eternity then he says notice how he concludes this one and the god of peace shall bruise satan take it literally he is going to bruise he is going to be cast in the lake of fire for all eternity he'll be burning in the lake of fire my friends but who we who trusted in him for salvation we will reign with him satan under your feet shortly now he says the grace of our lord jesus christ be with you amen the grace of the lord jesus christ what an encouragement in order to carry it out apostle paul says what you need is the grace and the presence of the lord jesus christ is an hourly basis you think that his presence is with you always always that should encourage us this warning is so much needed there uh, it, the warning is so much need the menace of the of the false teachers the motivation how their motivation is their belly and their methods fair speeches what mindset we ought to have towards them is given in god's word i trust that you pay attention to this warning if you pay attention to this warning if you follow this instruction from god's word some day you will be able to establish a tremendous ministry everything was going on well in the roman church we think that as if we are turning another book when we read verses 16 17 to 20 and apostle paul wrote under the inspiration of god and said this is what those people need even though he commanded he greeted them over 35 people in that church 
you know, there are so much thing. Apostle Paul had personal contact with these people, with those people. He kept a list of those people. He commanded them. He admonished them for their labor. May God Almighty speak to our hearts. Be wise to do good. Be wise to do good. Follow this instruction. May God speak to our hearts. Let's pray. Our loving Heavenly Father, we thank you and praise you for speaking to our hearts. Thank you, Father, for the warning Apostle Paul had given to those people in, in the book in, in Rome. Oh Lord, we pray that truly help us to pay attention to what we have heard and appropriate this truth in our own lives. In Jesus' name we pray.